everybody, and welcome back to episode eight of our podcast, Not For Time, CrossFit PR Stars Internal Podcast. And this week, we got a lot to talk about. Ryan, good morning. How are you doing this, this fine, beautiful morning? It is a beautiful morning. Good morning. Uh, and, and you said internal. Yeah, Believe but it or not, not, it's we're, starting to get a little external. Whether we like it or not, yeah, we're starting right? to get out there a little bit. And that's good. I mean, if we can hopefully inspire, educate, and entertain anybody out there, to take steps to better their business themselves or anything along those lines, I think that makes us pretty happy, right? Uh, yeah, I would absolutely agree with you on that one. Good, good. And uh, today we're talking about coaching and not only coaching, being coachable. Well, yeah. I, I mean, today we talked about what we wanted to do for this episode and we said what we as PR star want for good coaches. And, uh, and then the second part of this conversation will be about what we want or what we believe is a coachable PR star member. Right, because I think a lot of people fail to see that coaching is this two-way street, right? You got the coaches giving information and you got the athletes digesting, processing and applying that information. Yeah, I think I think people definitely get the uh, I don't want to say the wrong impression, but I think people get the uh, false understanding that hey, you know, I think you were telling me a story about people going to different gyms and not even getting coached or whatnot. Um, I know that you and I and, and our staff, Joel, Karen, and, and everybody else, uh, take coaching very seriously. I think it's a, not I think, I know it's a passion of ours. Um, so we want to be able to provide information. We want to make sure people are doing movements correctly. But then in turn, we want people to able to take the, the information, uh, the examples and everything else that we we provide and apply them to get better. Absolutely. And I think if we can break it down into um, basically four kind of main categories here, right? We're looking at knowledgeable. And obviously, that's the that's one of the easiest ones to acquire because, look, let's be real here. The CrossFit Level 1 is a weekend seminar. You have a few extra bucks laying around. You have a free weekend. You can go out and get certified. That's step one, right? That's step one. Extra bucks. Isn't I'm that thing $1,000? I'm trying to downplay it. Cameron's <laughs> made of money, everyone. <laughs> what do they say? It's the world, the world's most expensive shirt, right? It, it is the <laughs> world's most expensive shirt. Um, you're 100% correct. Knowledge is, is very important. You have to know what you're talking about. You have to know the movements. You, uh, you have to know how the body is going to move and how the body is going to react when it comes to a movement. It doesn't have to necessarily be CrossFit related, but... Body awareness is important, so you have to know that. You have to be knowledgeable in that in that sense. Right. And now, would you um, would you kind of agree with this statement? Like, you can basically, if somebody comes to you and they have an amazing personality, they're likable, they're personable, all that stuff, is knowledge going to be that big of an issue for you? Because you can train people to work the way you want to work, right? Well, I think I think you and I have listened to plenty of podcasts uh, in the past and recently, and I think we both know the answer already. If you give me some of this personable. You and I and, and Joel and Karen and, and, once again, our entire staff, we can make that person coach the way we feel fit, right? We can provide the knowledge. We can teach the snatch. We can teach the deadlift. And I, I know there's been um, three, two, one podcasts out there. There's been um, – what other ones have we listened to? Um, WTF, Jim Talk, all that. I love that guy. Um, they've all said the same thing. Give me somebody that, that can – be confident, control room, um, entertain, be personable, and I will teach that person how to explain a kipping pull-up, a strict handstand push-up, the progressions that go with it, and so forth and so forth. 
And I think another kind of caveat with knowledge is you got to know what's expected of, uh, of you from minute zero all the way to minute 60, right? You have to uh, make sure that you know what is expected. So what do you as an owner um, look for out of your coaches from minute zero to minute 60? Well, I mean, I tell people when they come in the door, you know, we're going to hold your hand from minute zero to minute 60. Um, so I definitely expect our coaches to be able to do that. I expect our coaches to start on time. Um, you know, every coach is going to have their different flavor. You yep, know, I, uh, you know, not everybody is as goofball like you and uh, not everybody is as, I'll say, serious and <laughs> we're doing this as me. Um, and God, what we don't even know what Joel is. <laughs> Joel's like, hey, this is what I'm doing today, but who knows what I'm doing tomorrow. Karen, hey, friends. <laughs> um, but start on time. You're going to have your flavor. Warm-ups now, compared to what warm-ups used to be, I would say about a year ago, everybody's warm-up was different, you know. Warm-ups now, that 5 a.m. coach that comes and kind of sets the precedence of what the warm-up's going to be. Right. And then, you know, we might tweak here or there, but that's what it's going to be. Um, and then you you got to be able to explain what we're doing. Uh, you got to be able to, what I like to say, herd the cats. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. You got to be able to get movements, but what I think what really makes and separates the coaches at PR Star compared to anybody else out there is we are able to modify and adjust a Metcon, a workout, a lift on the spot for anybody that walks through the door. I'll give a shout out to uh, to Adijan who tore his uh, bicep, bicep right? like yeah. ooh, what like five months ago? It must, Maybe it's four. a while ago, yeah. And man, you talk about somebody that could have gone and got upset and pissy and decided that he was going to be lazy and not do anything. That guy's come in every day in a sling. We've made adjustments. Um, and now that he's finally gotten some sign-off, we, we've today I had him do push-ups on his knees just to start getting that range of motion within that bicep. Um, but it, you got to be able to adjust for everybody. So I think that's huge for us. Absolutely. Those, those on-the-fly adjustments are huge. One thing I want to add on that knowledge base um, yeah, you need you know you need your level one. You got to have an understanding of the body. But I don't need a uh, I don't need a coach that has every single certification behind their name. Yeah, uh, I think they call it an ABC coach. Yeah, you know, they just have a bunch of letters ABC behind it. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't need that. If you can't if you can't entertain and control and educate, then I, I'm I'm done. Right. I mean, it's it just goes back to that entertaining. Like if you have all the knowledge in the world. Sometimes that may come across as very studious and kind of bookwormy, and you're using a lot of fancy terminology, but are you really interacting and engaging with a person on their level? That's what I think that's what it all boils down to. No, and I think if we've learned anything from the other podcasts that we listen to, you know, people want to have a great, great hour. They want to yeah. have a good time in their class. You know, I told my 7 a.m. today, which was uh, 18 people, which was a little bit bigger than normal on a 7 a.m. on a Friday, I said, hey, I know it's big, you know, you're seeing people that aren't normally here, uh, we're going to have fun, but guys and gals, I need you to give me your attention during the right. run, because we have some movements that, that we need to focus on, and everybody was, even my man Travis even kind of, oh, he's shaped up a little bit, huh? Shape up. Yeah, yeah. he's a tough one. <laughs> Travis, man. 
<laughs> I heard Travis and Jared are going to start their own podcast. I can't wait to, to see what it oh, is. Yeah, but they dude. did ask for us to provide our equipment for them to oh, do their no-go I, oh, I, I just want to see them huddle around the phone and record it on the phone. So Jared said they were going to do it. <laughs> uh, that's great. So um, knowledgeable, we've covered entertaining. Um, you know, it's funny. Like I always joke around with other coaches, and I talk to you about it. Like we say, you should feel like uh, like you're on Broadway and you're putting on a show, man. It should really make you physically exhausted by the end of your hour. Yeah, your I, entertaining's huge for me, right? Um, you are definitely more of an entertainer than I am, because um, <laughs> people just think I'm either really weird or I always talk in movie quotes. So they're like, "That's true." What the That's hell true. is this guy saying, <laughs> right? Um, I had I dropped a movie quote on Stacy DeFranco the other day. It was Tommy Boy, and she told me she'd never seen it. So oh, I was like, "We got to change that." We need to we need yeah. to talk. Um, but entertaining, you, you got to be able to interact. You got to be able to be personable in a sense of. I, I don't think there's anybody in the gym that I don't know something about them, right? So, um, you know, I'm not telling you that you need to do cartwheels, um, and I'm sure as hell not telling you the kind of coach you need to be as a cheerleader. Right? Yeah. Don't yeah. just scream in my face like, oh, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. No, 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 no. You're not a, you're Have not something a, behind that, right? Right. You're not you a know? facilitator for the workout. You're not a cheerleader. You're not there to just kind of like guide them through it or motivate them to push through the end. You have to educate. Yeah. You got to be able to give a cue. Like exactly. uh, today in my class, I had Shane. Um, Shane doesn't really uh, receive the screaming in the face. So. When he got off the bike, I walked by. I was like, hey, man, I want you to try to get four sets of ten on those toes to bar. If not, we've got to break them up to fives. And we'll walk away. Yep. Right? Where somebody else might need that pick up the bar. Oh, you know? do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you got to know your you gotta know your audience, right. too. And that's all about entertaining as well. And and one little exercise, like if you're a coach out there listening, or you just this is even just a good life exercise. Get to know people on a personal level. Um, you said know something about each member. One thing I like to think is, let's say I have a $5 budget for everybody that walks through that door. What would I get them? What little gift would I get them that shows that I've listened to a conversation? So, for example, we got Rich. Rolls up just about every single class in that red Corvette, little red Corvette. I, I really don't know. I, it's I think you're wrong. It's 1987. Okay. We're going to have that Corvette. I would get him a little Matchbox Corvette. And it, and it kind of it makes you think about how well do you know your clientele, your members. How well. Right. No, I, I mean, I, I agree. Um, you have to be able to have a conversation with an individual that doesn't relate in CrossFit. Absolutely. Right? Yep. You, you want to give them a $5 gift? Great. I want to be able to have a conversation that isn't surrounding how to do a toes to yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, hey, you know, how are the kids? When's the next dance recital? Um, you know, you're talking about Rich. How's um, how's your daughter doing down at Auburn? Yeah. There's a freshman down there. So, yeah. you know, there's it's things like that. It is knowing your, your, your audience. So... And, and I think those little personal, little, um, what do we call it, emotional bank account deposits, right? You got to yeah. deposit it. We steal that from. That's Bergeron, Bergeron right? right? <laughs> exactly. Bergeron's uh, emotional bank of EB, EBA. Yeah, EBA? yeah. Yeah. Um, so now we're talking uh, encouraging. That's kind of the the final thing we kind of mentioned a little bit. You got to be able to push people, but push people the right way, like you mentioned. Some people don't respond well to being yelled at in the face. Some people just want that gentle, hey, you got this. You know, I... I don't know if there's a lot of people that enjoy the yelling in the face. Um, I know Holly might enjoy that, um, but I, there's not a lot of people that are that are, are going to enjoy that. Um, I think the nice encouragement I walk by, like, hey, you're doing great, mm-hmm. keep moving, 
give yourself a mental countdown. I did that with uh, Ashley Brown um, during the 5 a.m. today. You know, met, come on, shake it out. Yep. Three, two, one, go. Come out. Yep. Right? Three, two, one, go. Um, I think that helps people more. And if you keep it almost chill, yeah, will go a long way instead of that that scream. Um, but like then I have, I got Leo, <clears throat> what I have to yell at to pick up the bar or pick up, you know, get on the rower. And clean up his equipment after the workout apparently too. Oh yeah, Leo, clean up your equipment <laughs> uh, after the workout. Yeah, so I think um, it's it's a constant kind of learning your audience, like you said, and and they're already being bombarded with stress. They got rep counts they got to remember. They got heavy weights they have to lift. The last thing most people want is to be screamed at and yelled at and called names and you know all that other stuff. So yeah, I mean, I think to recap all that, you know, we want the coaches that know what they're talking about. We want coaches that are able to entertain and make the class fun. Right. We want them to be personable where they they know something about the members that are in their class and, and they need to be able to encourage. And that encouraging to me goes back to the personal section, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just encourage I mean you can encourage anybody, right? But there's a certain way to encourage every single person that comes through our gym, right? Um, even a drop in, you can just read a person pretty quickly, you know, yep. are they loud, are they are they, you know, are they confident uh, or are they you know, kind of shy, you know, especially with a shy person. You don't want to yell at a shy person. No, absolutely not. They don't like that shit. They won't, they won't come back. They won't come <laughs> back at all. Or get a, get a good bad, review. Yeah, bad review on Yelp. Um, so, like we said at the beginning of this, it's a two-way street. So, we knew what we expected the coaches. Now, the other half of that conversation, what do we expect from the members? What does it mean for a member to be coachable? And that is something that we we constantly talk about as 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 a staff. <laughs> How much time we got? We got a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, this is a very, uh, I don't want to say touchy subject. Um, you know, I think that, you know, CrossFit three years ago when PR star was open, you know, things were different in the sense of, you know, you want, you want people to come in the door. You want people to, um, you know, have a good time where we are now, you know, we look at it very differently than what I what I looked at it three years ago. You know, last three years ago, we wanted to grow, but it was definitely more of a hobby where it is now, where it's definitely we run it more of a business um, because that's what it is. But we still want people to get healthy. Yep. We still want people to understand um, the movements and understand the direction that we're going as a as a community and a gym. But with that, um, things do get tweaked a little bit. So you know. One of my biggest things is, you know, just having respect for the coach that's leading the class, right? Um, yes. Being disrespectful could go on to many different things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in late, um, yep. and, you know, I am not going to name drop anything or anyone during this. Because here's the thing. Everybody, that, we, that we, when we say something, they know who they are. Yeah. Period. And, and, and I'm not trying to be mean, but we, we want you to be respectful. So being yeah. on time is my biggest thing. And that's not only my biggest thing at the gym. Being on time for... for for Ryan Cage is like, if you're not on time, we're going to talk. Right? I, I agree 100%. Uh, uh, that's a big pet peeve for me. That's just how I was brought up, yep. right? Um, you know, we want you to have fun, but we also want you to understand that, you know, that goes back into that respect issue. Give me the time. Let me talk to everybody because, yes, you might understand what we're doing today. You might know toes to bar, but I had uh, floor this mm-hmm. morning. 
and it was I, I really worked hard on the toes of bar with her to make sure that she understood what we were doing. Um, there's people in class that just are at different levels, so exactly. we we need the the understanding. Um, what other ones do you see that we we want to hit? So for I think um, you know we talked about the punctuality thing. It's just all goes. A lot of things can be lumped under that umbrella of respect. Um, and here's another thing too. You have to what we talk. We say it all the time in the on ramp. Leave your ego at the door. That whole catchphrase, right? It's a vulnerability that you have to have as an athlete. That's going to be one of your biggest secrets to success. That moment when you can. I use the analogy of a dog. Roll over on your back and expose your stomach, and just let the coaches pummel you with all kinds of input and and feedback and all that stuff. That that vulnerability is going to be the thing that takes you to the fast track to success for sure. Yeah, I mean, think about it, dude. It's hard to hear, you know. You know, even when I'm still being coached, and someone yeah. walks up and they're like, "Hey, dude, you, you know." You get lower, or Something get lower, lower or yeah. whatever, right? Man, you know, if you give an attitude back, um, you're not you're not being vulnerable, and you're not being coachable, right? right. So you know, that, and that kind of goes into one of the other ones that we've discussed is you know just follow simple directions. Hey, put clips on your bar. I mean, that's that's yeah. a simple safety. That should be a gym across the board, but at PR Star, put clips on your bar, right? right? Um, you know, ego at the door. Um, those kind of all fall under that being vulnerable, right? Understanding, quote unquote, rules and directions of where we want to go, um, and uh, you know, I think, I think that there's always going to be a learning curve, or there is going to be another. There's still going to be a continuous learning curve for everybody at PR Star um, because it's not a community that started from day one to where we are now. It's a community that was blended with another gym. Um, so everybody's still learning and, and it's, when we all mesh together, uh, when we, when we bought out Hammerdown, um, about a year ago, mm -hmm. you could definitely see like, okay, it's going to take a while, you know, let's pick up our bars, let's put our stuff away, let's put it where it goes, everywhere has a home, um, there's a nice storage thing over there in the corner, we'll put your wall ball over there. Um, it took a while to get to that point and as we continue grow and people understand right. how we like to run the gym it'll get better with time exactly um, and it's it's hey don't get me wrong it's pretty damn good right now. oh it is i mean i think we've done a good job with our on-ramp program explaining to new members who come to the door like hey this is our culture when you finish a workout you're going to clean up your bar you're going to wipe down your gear all that stuff um here's another Im important thing to remember too um not only that vulnerability but this goes you got to seek out information you got to accept it and integrate it into your training. Um, that's a skill. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a heavy skill. Uh, that's right? a huge skill, right? Seeking out information and, and applying it, right? Yeah. This is, this is a big one for me where it comes to the coachability aspect. There have been times that I provide information or I know that you've provided information uh, or other coaches have provided information on you know, progressions or what you should do or how to get there. And then I see somebody pull up YouTube or mm -hmm. um, Rich Froning's page and they see what Rich is doing and they're like, I'm going to do that. Exactly. Let's put Rich and the games athletes over there in the corner because they are not even one percenters. They're like 0.01%. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. We're trying to get to the point where you move efficiently and you understand. So, Seeking out information, great, but if you're going to seek out my information, 
then I would expect you to use the information right. that I provided. Don't go and try to find, oh, well, uh, Ryan said this, and then I went online and saw a different, I saw a different games athlete doing this. This is what I should be doing. Okay, if that's what you want to do, that's that's on you. Exactly. Um, there's open gym, and, and you can do that during open gym, uh, but don't come up to me three months later and be like, oh, I didn't get better on my toes to bar. Yeah. Well, what were you doing? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, um, I, I think... It, you see where I'm kind of going with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, what, what a lot of this is, is um, people have this tendency to, you know, try to seek out information, and when they don't like what they hear from one source, they're like, well, this, this whole CrossFit realm is full of information. I'm going to go seek out information that lines up with what I actually want to do. I don't want to do the boring stuff. I want to get up on the bar or the rings and just flail around, right? Well, I mean, that just leads to, I mean, that goes to my coach's tip of the day, but it also goes to something else. I said, dude, CrossFit, you, you got to be patient. Yeah. Um, I once either heard or read that you have to enjoy the ride. Oh, 100%. In CrossFit. Yeah. Right? And you and I were just talking about how, uh, you know, it's up and down, you know, we, we like to compete, but are we... Do we still want to compete and all this other stuff? Topic for a different day. Uh, that's another topic for a different day. But being patient and enjoying the ride, and I want my CrossFit ride to last from when I started seven and a half ish, eight years ago, right until you know you guys put me in the ground, right? <laughs> so I, I want to continue at some some level of CrossFit. Is it just doing CrossFit for wellness? Is it doing CrossFit and com- being a competitor, whatever? But it, you have to have patience, right? 100%. Even right now, you and I were talking the other day. I have to be patient because I have this little knee issue going on and, and you know, quote, unquote, my awesome wrist has always been, right? Um, but I have to be patient on what I can do. So for me, I'm being patient. I'm like, hey, I'm just going to hit class. I'm going to do what I can do. I'm not worried about any of the competitive aspect. That's a patient level for me, and that's being coachable. That's something that you and I have talked about. That's something that me and my wife have talked about. That's something that... Uh, Joel, me, Chrissy just talked about is, is staying patient and understanding. Yeah. Um, so being patient, you can't sit there and like, ah, I want to get these toes to bar. And every time I look at you, you're just doing a big old swing left and right. That's not what we talked about. You got to um, break it down into its, into its elements and work on it that way, right? And I think when we say listening is a huge part of this, it's, it's an active listener. Because I can't tell you how many times, again, not naming any names, I'm locking eyes with somebody and I'm saying, hey, grab a bar and a PVC pipe. Two seconds later, what are we doing? Active engagement, active listening. You've got to listen and process what's being uh, kind of given to you, I think. Yeah, and, you know, it's a, it's a fine line. Um, you know, I, uh, I think because of the, um, the world that we live in in CrossFit and, and a gym, sometimes our time and and our words that come out aren't taken seriously because uh, you just work at a gym, right? Okay, um, yeah. You know, you see, we're just the, we're just the guy with tattoos yep. and beard, tattooed yeah. beard and <laughs> coffee in our hand. Exactly. Um, but you know, we work hard. You know, we work hard to to know what we know and program the way we program and and be there to entertain and 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 get a class going and, and have that that really good hour at the gym mm-hmm. at PR Star. Um, you know, sometimes it, it kind of kind of hurts that, you know, when when you're saying that active listener, hey, can can you get that PVC pipe in that barbell? 
Squirrel. What? What are we doing? Right. You know, I, I got it, but yeah. come on, work with me. So, um, you know, I, I think that's, you know, I could be wrong, um, but I think a lot of the things that we're listing are things that we, not only us as a gym would say are coachable um, attributes that we would want within our members, mm-hmm. but those are things even in your day-to-day life, like you don't get to go to work and just be like, hey, what time is the meeting? It's at nine. What time is it? We're rolling at nine yeah. nine oh six, right? Exactly. So, um, I think it, like we we can kind of lump this all under that respect, like we mentioned earlier, and then trust is a huge thing as a as a coachable athlete. You got to trust the coaches, trust the process, and believe in the methods, and know that that's going to be your your quickest route to success. I, I yeah, respect and trust is going to be is really important, and trust the process, right? Uh, patience. I say it a lot. Uh, one of my favorite quotes that I've said in the past is baby steps. Baby steps. CrossFit's yeah. all about baby steps, man. Uh, you can't sit there and jump up on the rings to do a muscle up day one. Um, and maybe you can, but that's that's more few and far in between. Um, and I think also at the end of the day, um, I'll pat ourselves on the back. What we provide to our community and how we do things compared to some of the other things that I've heard out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you just told me a story about Christy oh, yeah. France. Christy I'll let you tell that story. But um, I, I, I'll tell you what, this is where my, my, my ego definitely comes in. I challenge you to go out there and find somebody mm-hmm. that does it better than we. And, and if, I mean, gosh, if you do. Other than, other than my man, Jamie Gallagher yeah. over at CrossFit because I think he might be listening to this one. <laughs> yeah, and if you do find somebody that does it better, hey, bring us some feedback because I want to know what we can do to, to kind of step our game up in that respect, right? Absolutely. Because we're always trying to grow. And the moment that you think that you're, hey, you know what, PR star, we're good. We don't need anything else. We're all right. That's when you fail right there. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and that's huge. So that, that uh, story Christy was telling me about, basically – she went to a gym in Pennsylvania, my home state, which kind of makes me sad. And then uh, she apparently was doing a class with the owner, and the owner was just, oh, you know, hey, the warm, the workout's up on the board. Do your thing, guys. You have 10 minutes to warm up. I'm going to be in the office or wherever he was. Pop back out. All right, three, two, one. So he was facilitating that workout, and she said she got absolutely nothing from it. Except the button taste it out. He just pushes the, Push the start button, yeah. button on the clock. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's that's challenging. That's sad. Yeah. Um, you know, but it goes back to what you said in, at the beginning of this episode. Hey, you know, you can get your CrossFit L1. It's the most expensive shirt out there mm-hmm. for $1,000. Um, you can open a CrossFit gym. Yeah. But if you can't run a class and be able to, I always say dumb it down, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you say words and I'm like, all right, give me the definition so I understand exactly what you're saying. You have to be able to talk to a child and explain it to them. So everybody understands what you're saying. Don't use big words. Don't give me all the anatomy breakdown. We can talk about that on a one-off. Yeah. But if you if you're going to talk in the group in the class uh, setting, you, you need to be able to talk to a, to a child. You need to talk to my son or my daughters so they know exactly what they're doing. Short and actionable. <laughs> and there you go, bro. That's it. That's there it. There you go. And um, speaking of short and actionable, are we uh? Do you want to give the coaching tip of the week, or we got some? Well, more? no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, all right, okay. so. All right. You know, we always do this. We go from, you know, our serious talk or, yeah. or whatever we're getting into this day. So then we start getting into a little bit lighter because I think that's, you know, it's, 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 it's all about balance. It's about balance, right? So um, my quote or my question to you is what is your favorite pair of shoes you own? 
Oh man, Mister! I got every so knockoff Air Jordan not, from Plato's Closet. First ever. of all, hold on a second. So yes, I've been known to wander the aisles of Plato's Closet in search of uh, Jordans. I got. Uh, actually, I think these are my favorite pair on right now. They are gray. Just all gray and white Jordans. Um, they're comfortable. These are my house shoes that I wear around the house. Your house shoes. My house Jordans. Yeah. Your house Jordans. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they're comfy. What about you? Don't oh. tell me those ones you have on right now because I I slap you. Well, um, some of you may have known that I used to wear a pair of black <laughs> night uh, Under Armour flip flops everywhere I went. And For how many years though? How many years did those things see? See. Oh, those saw ten plus. Jeez. And uh, unfortunately, my little Boston Terrier was not happy with me the other day, and she she got into them, and they're they're gone. Thank God. But then I'd have to say my second favorite pair of the brown Crocs with socks that I'm wearing right now, and I've had these for at least ten years. I mean, they look comfy, and I, I know you turned Chrissy to the dark side. That's for sure. She's I turned Chrissy to the dark side. There could be some other Crocs coming down the road for some people. Uh, I can't. I can't name anybody, but Christmas <laughs> is right around the corner. <laughs> Don't hint, tell me hint, you got coaching Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. All right, that's gonna do it for this week's edition of the podcast. Not for time. What's your coaching tip of the week, Ryan? Mine goes to exactly what we just talked about: patience. But my patience is: I want you to be patient underneath the bar when we are doing a snatch. I like it, very good. We are in the middle of our, not in the middle, we're just starting out our snatch cycle. That's a great cue to have coming into Monday when we hit those snatches. Mine's gonna be for the push press. I wanna see you load, then explode. That's it. No comment. (laughs) It's a good cue, man. All right, that does it for this week's episode. We'll see you next time.